Welcome back to the TNT BNB podcast. On these episodes, we'll be bringing in a guest host to discuss certain categories of movies. Categories such as movies around the world, franchisees, and genre. Certain directors, actors, actresses, and so much more. So sit back, mix a drink, and enjoy. Listener beware, we will be spoiling the shit out of this. Here we go again. We have finally reached the conclusion of our Star Wars saga. And it ends with Episode 9, The Rise of Skywalker. This came out in 2019. It's an IMDb of 6.5, a Metascore of 53, and a Rotten Tomatoes score of 52% tomato meter, 86% audience. It had a budget of $275 million. Domestically, $515,202,542. Worldwide, $1,074,149,279. It was directed by J.J. Abrams. Written by Chris Terrio, J.J. Abrams, and Derek Connolly. All right. I mean, we didn't really change things up. We just grab what we usually have. So we got the McMasters and Diet Pepsi. Um, yeah. But what do you got going on? Well, you know, after coming off of a binge of drinking for 10 straight days, you know, pretty much. Yeah. Um, it's kind of, It was kind of hard to decide what to do. So I guess I went with it. I went, you know old standard you can't go wrong i opened the refrigerator and i'm like i gotta have a beer you know it just sounded i mean i drank enough with dosaki's amber down there but i went out and grabbed um i had a founders i had the cherry ipa again the sherry however you want to pronounce it yeah it's founders i had a couple cans of those left i grabbed that one and i grabbed another founders um two hearted just prepared i mean i know i'm mixing it up i mean one's lighter than the other but they both kind of had the ipa I did miss not having IPAs down there. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it's lager or amber. I mean, they don't really. They. I, mean, I can't even think. Yeah. They're yeah. very just blah. Like IPAs just got that certain bite to it that you just kind of that you like in a beer. Yeah, and I just, I mean, I don't know if I need the bite, so I don't, you know, sw- you know, chug them as nearly as fast, but. That's I mean, the I thing is, you drink yeah. Dosakis faster than you drink an IPA. <laughs> an IPA yeah, is a so. sipping kind of beer, and that's because it has that different kind of bite and stuff like that. But, yeah, Dosakis, like, before you know it, you're like, shit, I just had three of them. I didn't even realize that. Oh, no, yeah, I could definitely agree with that because, you know, like, you, look, you look at it, you're like, okay you know like and you're at lunch and you're like can I get you another beer can i get you another beer you're like oh my god i just had like seven you know <laughs> yeah you know there. i mean they're not big glasses but you know it's just a whole thing so it was kind of like i was thinking oh you know was i gonna do like a gin and tonic or something like that but i actually had a couple bourbons on the rocks over the weekend because my throat was so sore and that really helped out mm-hmm. but I thought, you know, IPA, something I haven't had because did not have access to it. That's for darn sure. Yeah. But you can't go wrong with founders. Can't go wrong with founders. 
other than that, uh, we could have poured possibly a beer back, you know, beer beer in a shot. Could have done that too, but nope, we're going to keep it just with the Founders IPA. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I mean, this is this is this is kind of it's kind of sad and bittersweet at the same time, you know, you know that we're finally doing the conclusion of this, you know, the Star Wars saga, you know. So. And, yeah. Yeah. Continue what you're saying. Then I gotta. I want one thing. I'll say finish with what I have. Mm-hmm. Um, so what were you gonna say? No, it's just like it's bittersweet because you know here we are. We were looking forward to doing this. We've been doing it, you know, and it's so good to reminisce and see all these old movies i mean this was this is the first time that you've watched this one right yes for both of us for both of you which and that's kind of weird you know because you you know it's something different you you think you would have watched this one but you know we're always so busy doing so many different year reviews with you guys you know their films that you never got around to it it's kind of like when people ask you a movie, what you know, and you say a movie that you haven't seen, and they're like, "What do you mean you've never seen?" Yeah, how that the movie? fuck have you not seen that movie before? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> saying. You know, kind of. Yeah. And there's some movies you know I just haven't seen, and I kind of like I don't know if I refuse to see them. I'm just saying. See. The whole Twilight Saga. Yeah. Anywho, yeah. <laughs> um, the one thing after watching this movie. And I looked at Tom and I was like, all right. It did not feel like I was watching a Star Wars movie. If this makes sense. Like when I was watching this, there was points where I, at a moment, I'm like, what am I watching? This does not seem like Star Wars. Like, I don't know why or how I had that feeling. But that was my first thoughts when I finished it. Well, you know, you got the J.J. Abrams who directed, you know, mm-hmm. and we just, you know, we had just come off of Ron Howard directing Solo. Um, Solo, you know what I'm saying? And that's the funny thing there, you know, we got J.J. Abrams and, you know, one of he's best known for, of course, you know, Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and all this other ones and when you say you do not feel like you're watching a star wars movie at that point in time i totally get what you're saying because yes once again we had a lot of one-line quips in this or they were trying to do a banter back and forth oh you don't want to talk about it because poe's here you know things like that you know yeah i don't know if they were trying to force comedic relief or to propel the dialogue or not I don't know propel the chemistry between the characters more through dialogue than actual chemistry uh, visual you know they want it more verbal than visual chemistry yeah yeah. Yeah. that's what i'm saying so yeah i can definitely see what you're saying that i don't know if that's i don't know if you know saying that you're saying it's bad or good because technically saying if you didn't look at it as a star wars film and watching it it was good yeah but it's saying it's not bad or good but if you start putting it into the other star wars like movies you're just like they did not fit. Like I, I don't know. Like, so it made it not so great of a movie, I guess. 
Yeah, once again, take it apart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, once again, here you are. You're 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 doing. You know, if you do it as a standalone movie, once again, Rogue One standalone movie, other ones standalone movie. Sometimes they have a better ability as a standalone movie than trying to be part of that series when they fall back on it. I mean, overall, what did, I mean, if you had to think about it overall, what did you think about it? Comparing it to, because I like to think of these movies as three sets of trilogies. Yes. I think to just separate this, the newest trilogy, seven, eight, nine, I I think I disliked the characters more in this one than I did in the other ones. I I was not a big fan of Ray in this movie. I thought Okay. I just I didn't like the way they portrayed her like the whole dark side is she is she not that kind of thing. And then they finally find out that she's part of that. Well, I'm yeah, the her whole lineage I, I, that that's the bigger point I want to make that I'll make later about shit like that. But just to keep it on this movie now, yeah, I mean, they played that up way too much in the trailers. Like you knew Palpatine was coming back in the trailer. They should have left that out completely in the advertising. Yeah, it would have been it would have been a better spoiler. As you, if they didn't put it in the trailers, if so, if you would have walked in not and seeing, oh my God, Palpatine's back, it would have been better. I think it would have been a better spoiler, like Luke, I'm your father, things like. Yes, exactly. Yeah, the emotional gut response might have jumped up that critic review or audience score by at least a point each. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, there's, so, I don't know, this, what was I going to say? Overall, the plot, the plot flowed for me fairly well, okay? That's all I'm going to say. I know it sounds stupid to say that, but I felt like as a whole, the plot itself went really well because it kept up with the flow. I don't feel like there was nearly as, I don't know, um, stalemates or gaps in the action uh, where like using Phantom Menace or Attack of the Clones where we had some of the, you know, the Sand Racer, the Sand Racers or some of those. Yeah, it was a much tighter we need to do this, so we're going to go here to do that. As opposed to, like, even in uh, Last Jedi, the going to the casino planet, that just seems so yep. completely unnecessary. Where this yeah. one didn't have any real unnecessary plot points, I don't think. Yeah. So this, okay, so once again, here we are, we're going to say this. Looking at this one, you're looking at two hours and 22 minutes, Okay in comparison to other ones that have been out there, I don't know if we can automatically pull up some of those, you know, times on those other ones immediately, but I think we were, what, at 237 or something 
for the last one we did. I Not think the so. Well, something like that, yeah. I mean, so, I, I think Last Jedi was the longest, if I remember correctly. Yes. And I'm that one that. felt like you could cut this one was 20 minutes out. 222, I, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. But yeah. I, looking back at it, I, I can't pick out a lot of moments that could be cut. It felt like all of this was kind of necessary. Exactly. I felt like there's no cuts that needed to happen. Everything was where it needed to be, like you guys said. Like, they were here, then this happened, then they ended up there, and then this happened. And then um, that's the one thing, like, after seeing it the second time, was that the lightning bolt like, that she had, that definitely should have been a, a scene where she, like, like a thought, like I didn't think about it, that she came from that side, the Palpatine. dark side. Yeah, because he had the lightning bolts, and not Jedi's. Typically well, I mean, don't. that was just typically a dark side. Yeah, that's what power, I mean. Like, yeah. So you know, mm -hmm. that's the thing is, like, I noticed, like, after seeing, it, I was like, holy shit, okay. Her parents were nobodies. So, like that makes all sense. Like they were actually trying to go as nobodies and um because they're trying to protect their daughter right yeah absolutely like i said but like in any of the other star wars movies um from i want to say phantom menace on because i don't want to touch the first original three because they will always i could not i could i could cut 20 minutes from phantom menace i could cut yeah. you know 30 minutes from Attack of Clones. I could cut even Force Awakens, Last Jedi. I'm not going to touch Solo. I mean, we could have cut at least 15 minutes out of Solo. Sure. Rogue One, I'm not going to say there was any mind in that could be cut. But the tightness of this script was definitely, definitely more than what I've seen in the past for before it, you know? Um, initially, I think uh, who was Rian Johnson was supposed to write it, but uh, he ended up not writing. Colin Tre Colin Trevorrow was supposed to do episode nine, I believe. Yeah, that would. So there was some changing in there compared to the last one, and there were some things that he did leave out. You know where, you know they were supposed to small focus supposed to focus more on Darth Vader's castle and Musfaro or all those little things and they managed to keep it out we're keeping it definitely going correctly so I felt really good with that one so other than that um anything else we want to talk about with the writing and keeping the story tight well I I, I guess this would be a apt point for me to bring up what I wanted to say about the okay. overarching trilogies themselves. If you mm. look at the original trilogy, the story between four and six, it flowed. <laughs> Everything made sense. Even episodes one through three, yes. all the problems they had, they had a clear idea of where they were going from the beginning. Yes. This trilogy feels completely I mean com compartmentalized I guess where yeah they didn't know when they started they had no idea how they were going to end it yeah and that's another thing they were talking about if you look at some of the other different 
talks back and forth between different places. Um, they never, they kept on rewriting where her lineage was going to come from. Yeah. You know, it kept on being read because I don't know if they were doing that as, how do you want to say this? As the fact that they wanted to keep it a secret for spoilers or the fact that they were just, they didn't know themselves what they were going to do with her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that I think that was the problem. They brought in, when they initially announced this trilogy, they're like, all right, Abrams is going to do seven. Ryan Johnson's going to do eight. And then if it was Trevor or there were a couple other names floating around that would do nine. Mm-hmm. Every each movie had a different writer, and I I'm, I know Kathleen Kennedy is supposed to be like the overseer of the entire universe, but it doesn't feel well, like they had that vision of continuity beginning to end. Like we're gonna start here, and we're the journey is going to take they, us here. They should have had a whole thesis or plan, or I don't know, like had everything written or. I have pop, I don't know. Well, or at well, least something like a loose draft of okay, we're starting here and this is our end goal. How we get there is one thing. But... Yeah, we well, got okay, Bill so... in the middle, but this is how we want to start. This is how we want to end. Now let's make it flow. Well, that's the whole point, you know. They, you know, did they start out with an outline, and this is the beginning and the end, and the whole middle, like you said, can be anything you want it to be. But we don't care how you get there. So you got that whole, the Prince Machiavelli, the ends justify the means. Yes, yeah. You know, or did they just give him carte blanche? And after after each one was wrapped up in post-production and they were sending it out, they realized, oh, my God, we got to get ourselves back on track. You know, Yeah. it's, it's like writing a theme paper, you know. Okay, this is the way it's going to go, guys. This is the way it is, and you have to state it in the beginning, st- put it in the middle, and restate it at the end. Did they, you know, just like a movie, you have to adhere to, I don't know, not known ways of how a trilogy should work, just like a known way how you write a, a term paper. It's beginning, middle, and end. Yeah. State your obvious, all the stuff in the middle is filler restate it again at the end for those in the back that don't hear you or the conclusion of the stupid people you know hey guess what this is how it's going to go and i think you being saying that what you just said each writer director should have okay maybe this is a thought if they are disney ever does anything again or anyone else okay i am the first director of you know the last trilogy. When I'm done, I'm going to sit with the next director for the first 20, 30 minutes or sure two to three going. months, yeah. see where it's going. And maybe that's what they should have done. They should have. Like a co-director or something. Like, like a co-director for the next 20, not the next next 20 minutes on screen or, you know, in the next month of direction. I mean, yeah, maybe something they didn't want to pay for. But at least they could, it would have been some more continuity instead of saying, okay, I did my job, I'm done, now take it out, take it from here. It's it's not how See, you co-produce a, a group project. 
This is a group project that they should have worked together on. They shouldn't have worked on individually and turned in for a grade. See, and this yeah. is where, yeah. um, like you said, there's someone that oversees this whole project. So it sounds like she's not doing her job. Yeah. Uh, she's, she, she's she, not should, doing it very she should well. have literally read each script line by line and say, no, rewrite this because this does not go with this. And she she should have took her job more seriously. Watch her and get her fired. But uh, <laughs> I, think I think she'll be all right. No, I'll fire her. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that I mean that was my main thing with this movie in particular. It almost completely undercuts all the big shocking moments of Last Jedi, where Ray is she's she's a nobody. But okay, then Rise of Skywalker comes along, and oh, she's she's just not a nobody. She's a granddaughter of the most powerful fucking Sith Lord that's ever been. Yeah, and that's another thing. I think initially they were trying to have her the daughter of Obi Wan Kenobi or something. Yeah, you know, I do remember. Was, yeah, reading that, and I thought Luke. I don't know. I thought pulling in. Palpatine was just kind of cheap. They killed off Snoke in Last Jedi, and then they're kind of like, oh shit, what do we do now? We need some big, big bad. bad. So yeah. why not go back to the original big bad? It just felt very cheap to me. Yeah. Well, I that's the same thing. When you're saying right there, you know, um, they needed a big bad, okay? That's what they needed. What, you know, you know, a lot of things that were left unanswered. Why couldn't the big bad, instead of being Palpatine, be the guy who created Palpatine? His master. Yeah, yeah we, I mean, it could have been. Yeah, yeah that, that would have been more than having um, a Michael Myers moment, him rising from the dead, you know. Or he just can't be killed, you know. That's the whole thing. You know, and the whole thought is, is, you know, they're talking about how Snoke is probably a clone. And they were even talking yeah. about how technically Snoke's son was really a, a clone that he was possibly, you know, all this, like, you know, conspiracies out there. Snoke, you know, you know. When you know what shouldn't his son have had more power, but he really was a clone, but he didn't have enough he didn't have enough whatever to kill the you know the that one clone off, so he let him live, hoping that his offspring would have had power. So I'm thinking to myself, so you you're gonna say Palpatine has a heart by letting a clone live, hope you know, so there that conflict, you know, with the incontinuity of trying to explain how she is a palpatine. Or how to bring the they brought the big bad back, you know? Mm hmm Yeah. You know, and at the same time, you know, how do you feel about this? I mean, you have to think about this also. You know, here all of a sudden, up until I don't know, this series, Anakin slash Darth Vader, no matter what, has always been the chosen one. And now it's almost like they've replaced yeah, that's, something. That's that, problematic yeah. also, for sure. Yeah, all of a sudden now he's not the chosen one anymore. Ray is the chosen one. Yeah. Just like that, boom. 
With, with I, I mean, they gave you enough background into why Anakin was the chosen one. Yeah. You know, they gave the, you the nothing. Midichlorines. Yeah, the midichlorines and stuff. Yeah, and, and the all prophecy that. and all that. It's and just Ray yeah. is now the one who's going to bring balance, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Which, how did he, where, how is he, you know, the, well, how was the prophecy wrong? Or was the prophecy not written right? Or was there another prophecy out there? You know, that's where I'm going. And then another thing here on that. That being said, you know, you got, you got, you know, Anakin, when he was Anakin, and it was the midichlorines, and we talked about that before, and then this Mm -hmm. and that, and then all of a sudden, now we have a dyad in the force. Can we explain a dyad, please? Why do they have the connection? You know, why does... Yeah, there was no real explanation as to why, like, Palpatine, they... That connection was power to him, or, or even that, or how is how? Okay, so you know, you know, she is the granddaughter of the Sith Lord, and he is the grandson of Darth Vader, who is the chosen one. Let's right. just let that go. He's the chosen one. So, are we going with that whole skipping a generation? And that's why they're the dyad and they can kind of like, they have that connection because one supposedly is bad Palpatine and one supposedly is good Darth Vader because technically he turned good in the end or whatever. Right. And that's how, and that's how Kylo Ren turned good. It would have been kind of cool to see Ray turn bad, whatever, you know, but that is that how they had the dyad in their connection i think that could have been explained a little bit more because then you know the emperor palpatine made a reference to it saying that it was his life force it was life to him how is it how is a dyad life you know so i mean a little more explanation on that for my part could have been a little more we could have had a little bit better right there for me Oh, for sure. Uh, another thing that I kind of pushed up against is they were trying, they were implying that Finn was force sensitive. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. I-, I can feel it. Like, I- all right, what, what the, what the fuck? Like, I-, I understand they were trying to, especially in the advertising for Force Awakens, they were implying that he was going to be the Jedi. With him wielding the lightsaber initially, and then yep. it turned out to be Ray, and then, but then all of a sudden, just to make him be able to sense it, yeah, with no explanation weird. whatsoever. That, they did not explain anything about that. It was just like, what, a minute on screen, and then it's like nothing. It's like nothing. Was I can feel about it. it. That's literally like, all he said. Cut that minute out. Don't make that even part of the movie. There, we found a part to cut. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's kind of like where you, it just is right there. But let's, I want to just talk on, I, there was one thing I wanted to talk about real fast. And I got to pull up my notes real fast. Um, let's talk about not the kiss between the two female pilots. 
Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, let's just leave that as my thoughts. We'll let that go. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about the kiss at the end. Oh yeah, that that did not need that. Uh, yeah, completely unnecessary in my opinion. Didn't want it at all. It. I was, you were sitting there like, no, no, it, no, no, yeah, no, no, like, no. Oh, what the fuck. Of do you feel like they sh- do you feel like they should have just when she, you know he you know she was he you know he was holding her and then you know he gave her him his her you no know, she had already given her his life force now he gave her his yeah you know and he's holding her and they they kind of like look up each other instead of grabbing for the kiss do you think it would have been better as an embrace like, because they were, like, almost implying, like, yes, I love you. Be with me now. And then he dies. You know, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. What I, was that? I, what I, was the need for this? Yeah. yeah I, there was no need. Just that look of, I would have preferred it be she, Ben Kenobi brings her back and she says, Ben, he gives her a look of, uh, Thank you for saving mm-hmm. me, and then he's gone. Yes. The kiss was completely over the top and unnecessary. Oh, yeah. yeah absolutely. You know, and then, I, I mean, I understand where they kind of, once again, you know, we got this love story thing going on, you know, which I understand, you know, the first one, they had that love triangle going on where technically in the first movie it was, Luke was in love with Leia, or however you want to, you know, yeah, he yeah, infatuated. Yeah, yeah with, and then, then really, so- wait, yeah, well. and then he falls in love with Han Solo. She falls in love, with whatever. And then, of course, in the you know the second trilogy, which really was the first trilogy, whatever, you have that whole him falling in love with her as you know idolizing her, and you know you have that whole little thing right there. Yeah. And now with this one, I, it was almost like, if you think about it, okay, so you had the one little pilot, no, what, what, no, the mechanic's name, Rose. Rose, yeah. Rose falls in love with Finn. It, you know, she's enamored with Finn yeah. or what, however you want to call it, do it. Finn is actually in love with Ray. Yeah. But then you have the girl that was riding the horses. What's her name? I forget. The the other former stormtrooper. The other former former storm. They just gave it. She gave her a number or something like. Yeah. She's in love with Finn. Yeah. And then now you have. She's gonna go run off with Lando apparently. Lando. Okay. (laughs) And then you have Ray. Well, I in love. Yeah. It's just like there was too many little love triangles. Yeah. I felt like they were trying like all those tidbits, was trying to get a sequel going. Like, if that makes sense. Like, you know, they're making all these hints, hints with all these different characters and like, oh, shit. Like, if any of these kind of click and whatever, we can make another fucking billion dollars real quick. And why the hell not? Yeah. Well, it makes, you know, it kind of like I get it, you know, and you see kind of like all that. But it felt like they were trying to find the correct love triangle or love subplot and they never did in this these three none of them worked like they did in the original for sure no 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 no, absolutely not you know and that's where i think they were trying to do that honestly 
it just kinda, felt way too forced. It like was all once of again. Them were. Yeah, this one was really bad because why did you have to write that in? Like, why did you have to? Are we still talking about the kiss, right? And we're still going around the kiss. Okay. Like, why was that an actual thing? Like, they could have just stared into each other's eyes, and then he just dies. Done. I would ra- I would rather spoiler said, spoiler, but yeah, like I would rather have him say I love you and her say I know, like mm-hmm. you know, like Han Solo did to Carrie Fisher, like you know, or I love you know, Ben. I don't love. Well, there was that fact too, where I mean, they when uh, I guess he was Ben at that point was having the vision of his dad, Han Solo. Yeah. And he's like, Dad, like he wants to say, I, I love you or I'm sorry or something. Yeah. And they dropped that line where Han Solo goes, I know. There yeah. there there was a that, shit ton that gave me of the, fan service. That in this gave movie, me a bunch sure. of chills when he when that happened, to be honest. Like I was like this It wasn't terrible. That was one part I was like, Okay, I'm watching Star Wars again. But like I, like when I said that I did not know I was watching Star Wars, there are some scenes I'm like, what? Like this is a good movie. I don't even know what I'm watching, but it's not a Star Wars. Yeah, like I said, I would it would kind of it been kind of cool to see, you know, Ben to say I love you and her to say I know or she to say I love you and Ben to say I know. Yeah. It would it would have been like a little quip or whatever, and then you we could have interpreted however we wanted to the I love you whether I love you as a family or a person or whatever, you didn't have to do the kiss yeah, where they yeah. fell in love right before they died. It was yeah. like, I'm Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> yeah. Romeo and Juliet like that. Um, yeah. So we, we talked that we definitely just touched on the kiss and let's just talk. Let's, here's another thing. Let's talk about how everybody and their brother knew this was going to be the last single star Wars in the franchise and everyone made a cameo like literally yeah, let's talk about it like luke not even no no i'm, I'm talking like about if you if you were an actor in hollywood you were in this movie mm. that's you true know, yeah freddie prince canis olivia diablo frank oz liam ne i mean all these you had Oh yeah, like Ed Sheeran, Ed... Carl Urban. I mean, let's you know, it's like, it's like, let's get on the phone, and say, hey guys, you want to do even a voice? You want you want to dress up as a, a star, a stormtrooper today and work? And it's like, oh, did you just tell them they didn't have to be paid or something so that you know so you could save some money or something? Yeah, Liam just... Nelson was was he working nearby the area or something? And he's like, oh, I come by for a day. Yeah, uh, I don't know. That was Daniel Craig. Oh, it was Daniel Craig. Yeah, the Craig, yeah. Mandalorian. No, yeah, that the, was the, in the, Force Awakens. Was it for, okay. Force Awakens? Yeah, but what I'm trying to say, it's almost like you feel like every single, whether or not they were in one of the movies before, they all came and said, okay, by the way, this we know this is left. Can I just put on a Stormtrooper outfit for a day? Or can I be a guy in a on Kimji or something and... You know, Kevin Smith, you know. Well, yeah, Kevin Smith. That's what cracks me up about Ed, Ed Sheeran. Well, let's be mm-hmm. real. Like, that guy kills me. What movie did we just see? He's like, he's like, you know me on the Game of Thrones. Like, yeah, yeah, what movie was that? Was that on the He Netflix was in Red one? Notice. Yeah, Red, Red Notice. Notice. That's what yeah, it was. Yeah. 
and Red that's Notice. we just watched that. That movie's hilarious as heck. And yep. um, you have Ed Sheeran. I like that guy. He cracks me up. Like not like you know me about my music. Oh no, you know me. From, you know me from the Game of Thrones. Like <laughs> yeah, that guy is a good guy, and I respect him a lot. You know, and it, like I said, I'm not. I'm not faulting anyone for wanting to be on it oh no you know i think you know because they want you know it, it's almost like a badge of honor or whatever that hey i was in a star wars film i was in the oh, last sure. star wars film yeah like but, just saying you're in the star wars film is badass it's well, like saying almost, you're in the game of thrones too that's why ed sharon went into the game of thrones yeah. like why not say you were in that like well it's almost like if you think about it it let's go reminiscent back to ghostbusters the original mm. and if you watch the end of the movie you have like every single comedic actor singing the ghostbuster theme at the end yeah. you know kind of like one of those things it's just like okay or when it's definitely interesting because i was like oh my god when you see exactly how many well-known names are at the end and you know darn well they really didn't even get paid you know or oh, if they no. did if they did, kudos for them for getting paid. Or if they did get paid, they got paid the standard wage. It would be like the SAG minimum or whatever, yeah. Yeah, you know, I think they just did it for the... Just to have that calls. on your IMDb yeah. profile. And yeah. Which... Oh, okay. Um, yeah. But I want to just clarify, like, Carrie Fisher, she died at this film. Yeah, right? that, I want to ask you about that. What? Because it did not look... Uh, CGI with her was she was this filmed like all this her had, scenes? No, this had some of the scenes already pre-filmed because they were already filming and she died in December. They had already started filming. Okay, I could not remember like, exactly in like the time in like that. the October and um they had already started filming and then of course she died, but um but they started in September. And she died, I want to say that October. Yeah. No, 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 I'm December, December. But if you look, a couple of the scenes that she was supposed to have been in were cut. And then there's two of the scenes that were CGI that they used her. But they weren't nearly as obvious that they were CGI compared to what they were in the first one. And once again, here's, here's things catching up with technology. Okay. Absolutely love it. You know, you can definitely see that it's definitely catching up with technology more and more. Oh, definitely. Yeah. You know, and, and I think we pr- previously talked about her with the Superman move in the other one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, okay, so there was one other one. I got I to gotta get my notes up again here real fast. Oh, I love my little notes. Don't you? Um, You know, and also at the same time, let's talk about, okay, remember how in... Um, clone the attack of the clones. Yeah. Okay, remember how you know you know Ian McGregor, Ian McGregor's character, you know, which is Obi Wan Kenobi, walked into Yoda, and Yoda's like, "How does how does one lose a whole planet into the younglings or whatever?" You know, yeah. you know, and he had to find the missing piece to find to get to, uh, you know, where you know. You know, the Cyphodius did his um where the clone army was the being clone, built. the clone army and stuff like that. Once again, here we got we got kind of a little bit of the same thing there with a the wayfinder and you got the whole Exegol. Yeah. You know, 
yeah, I mean, I get it. And everyone's like, well, how, how, you know, why is this, why, you know, they also call it, you know, in the, in the Clone Wars, they call it Exegol Korriban. And now they're calling it Exegol. So there was a little bit of a, do you know what I'm saying? There was yeah. a little bit of a there, thing yeah, there. there was. Yeah. You know, and you think about it, how in the heck does Palpatine, you know, you know, I assume this is Palpatine reincarnated in a clone body, which he's just eating away at. I'm just, that that's was, all I that was my understanding of it anyway. That's what, that's, that's what I'm thinking because it keeps on creating clones. And I think the dark side eats away at the body of the clones. And that's why he needs her body to be reborn in because it's a real body or whatever. That's, that's my interpretation. Okay. And then you know, my question is, what was that stadium of, like, believers? Were those... Those were all the Sith, Sith, Sith loyalists from Exegol. That's where they've been living because they've been hiding because they've not been hiding because Exegol or Korriban, whatever you want to call it. Um, but then that... It, all, that no one that, can that, find it. That brings up a problem with me, too, is there's always two Sith. There's always two Sith. A master and apprentice, and... These assholes are just sitting on this planet, chilling, waiting. Like, uh, yeah, that's where I got confused. Like, why yeah, they're, are they they're, just there to They're supposed out? to be, they're Sith loyalists. They're the people that follow the Sith. So I don't think they're actual Sith masters or whatever. I don't think they practice. I think they're okay. just like, they I think to me, they're like, so they're like the they're, cult followers. Then, not they're the, the cult, cult followers. Yeah, they're not okay. the cult leader. You know, because once again, I was saying, why instead of bringing back Palpatine, we should have brought, uh, what's his name? Is Darth Plagueis. 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 It would have been awesome to see him as the big bad in this one. Because once again, there's always a master and an apprentice. You know, to me, Palpatine has always been the apprentice of the master Plagueis, Plagueis, whatever. Um, and then that would have been kind of cool to see if they didn't even touch on that, would have been seeing how he died. I mean, touch on how he died, you know, to see Palpatine kill him. Yeah. You, to be, that, yeah. That would have been a cool flashback to see or something yeah. like that for sure. You know, and the fact that, you know, when she does finally, you know, you know, he's got the lightning bolts because he's drained part of the dyad from them, the life force, whatever. And he's, you know, destroying the the ship's overflying head, yada, yada, yada. And then he does the lightning bolt to her. And she does basically the lightsaber to stop it, the double lightsaber. Yeah. It would have been awesome to see when she finally pushes back it to be a different color than just the white. That wouldn't have been Not, terrible, for sure. That, But then when she blows him back, and then it blows, and I almost felt like, did it destroy the whole arena and all the people in it? Because you saw, like, all the rocks, you know, flying. Did anyone escape? Did anyone not escape? You know, that's what I was wondering there. Because, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Another, uh, I'm going back to something that just popped in my head that just fucking left my head uh when they're on endor and she's going for the sith compass or whatever yep and 
she enters that room and sees like the Sith version of herself. Yes. Why did that happen? Like, it's not like she yeah. was in the cave in Dagobah or on whatever the. I I don't I... quite understand that. Well, the only thing I could understand, this is the way I was interpreting it, and of course I'm probably wrong or whatever, but because that was the original Death Star that, well, not the original Death Star, but the last, the second Death Star that went down, and the fact that the Sith compass had been there so long, and that was the Emperor's chambers himself, Palpatine's original chambers. I, I, I could buy into that. Okay, I felt like it was always a place of evil. So therefore, when she went in there, it touched where Palpatine could reach her trying to manipulate her in a way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I buy I buy that for sure. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. You know, and at the same time, you know, I think I've touched on this before. You know how the first one she was for you no know, Force Awakens, you know, she was in her white and then in Last Jedi she was more gray. And then you notice how she's white again. Yeah. Once again, I'm doing the Gandalf gray thing going on in myself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I mean, she went darker in this one than she did in any other one, though. I felt like that, but then her final coming through, she became, you know, once again, they're trying to say, how is she the chosen one now? I felt like she was going darker, and part of me wanted to see her dark and then turn good you know what i'm saying yeah but just by her clothing costume i should have realized you know she was coming out of it as the white white light white night yeah so once again a visual thing that was a cue or possibly not a cue that could have been picked up on more of my part that i could have seen it but you got that, you know, you got that Gandalf thing going on again, as yeah, I call it, the, sure. the Gandalf thing, the Gandalf, which, you know, how, you know, how much did, um, open this other, okay, I just opened it, sorry, I had to open the cap, um, how, how much more, if you think about it, how all these writers, all these storytellers, Lucas, whatever, how much did they draw upon from all these other books before them, the hobbits, even that, because you got their Norse legends, you know, good versus evil, father, son, you know, you know, you can see, we can pick apart anything you want and you can see pretty much a lot of influences over the past, some of the 1900s on. Yeah. I mean, specifically with star Wars, uh, just because it just dropped, did you happen to watch Dune? Absolutely. I mean, that is, I mean, Star Wars kind of pick and chose from that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, that was fucking fantastic. I fell asleep on Doom. Yeah, you hated it, but I fucking loved it. Well, you know, I read the books. Yeah, I I did not read the books or see the original. So I saw the original. You know, there's some definitely missing characters in this one that we're i know we're getting off the beat path but let me just yeah, say, yeah. say this for a remake i see okay so i've read for you know herbert frank herbert's 
you know, Dune trilogy, Children of Dune, all that. Yeah. I read those in the 80s. Absolutely read them, loved them. Um, and they came out in seeing, the 60s, correct? Yeah, I read them in the 80s because right, when, right, right. Of, course I, of course, when I watched, you know, Dune in 1984 with, you know, Kyle, Kyle I, Yep. David Lynch, I fell yeah. in love with it. So, of course, then I had to read the books, you know, and they also, with those books, they create, you know, there was characters that were created for the movie that were in the books and vice versa, you know. So just like, you know, The Hobbit, you know, there was characters created for the movie that weren't in the books too. Sure, so you can sure. see, you know, and I, this new, this new remake of Dune itself, um, Kudos on the casting. I'm going to get kudos on the casting for all that. You know, they did an excellent job, excellent visual. Love all the casting. There were some parts of the original movie that I wish had been in this one. You know, the Faye. I'm like, who's who's my Faye Roth character? You know, where they only had their bond. You know, yeah. things like that. You know, but it was a great movie. Um, I think it was more true to the books than yeah. the remake. So, yeah. But once again, here we are, we're going, and you can definitely see where Lucas definitely did take some of Herbert's vision. And even then, if I even go back to that, if you go back to the John Carpenter Mars series, also you can see some of Lucas taking some of that. You can see him taking some of The Hobbit. You can take everything. You know, yeah. it's a little bit of everything. And I like that amalgamation of, I guess everything that we've all come to know and love as i don't know a generation yeah or i mean do we say we are a generation for the past 100 years because we refer to those books and those people that write our movies now are referring to those books. They don't refer to like William Shakespeare that often. Yeah. 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 Mm. yeah. Okay. Let's talk to, uh, let me see. I had another note and I just lost my notes again. Of course I did. I have another note here. Let's go ahead and. Okay. You were talking about the one, what, what was we were talking about the one thing um we were talking about the original plan of palpatine being whatever we were talking about it wanting to be with the filmmakers they didn't know if they wanted to like have it initially done it but they also they made reference to the fact that they never originally lucas never intentionally planned luke and leia to be siblings right Oh, is that what you know, happened? Yeah, they okay, didn't until so... Return of the Jedi. So yeah. they're saying when they were taking the, I guess where I'm going backwards, where they were taking the criticism on how can you just automatically make her Palpatine and this is the third movie. He goes, well, you know, initially I never said Luke and Leia were going to be because, you know, initially they're brother, sister. And it's just, you know, it's a hard thing. We're talking about that part. And then, so... Here's another thing. I want to go with this. Okay, remember how we got the language? You know, how C-3PO... Yeah, we didn't yes, talk, we didn't about, talk that about that. Sure. That was pretty messed up. Like, killing off characters. They kind of killed him off, but, you know, RTD2 was... But he had been backed up, but he missed quite a bit. <laughs> but 
Mm, here's my problem. Now, I don't know if it's a problem with me, but it might be a flaw on my part. Um, the fact that Anakin Skywalker built C-3PO. So how would that have been built into him to not be able to that is read? A very, that is a very good point. Like he is a... Uh, fucking, I forget yeah. what his title is, but he's a language yeah. droid, essentially. 16 yeah. million... I mean, dialects he, do, he knows do, but well, i think get... he i think he knew his i think he knew everything still but he lost his memory of people no, is he what knew. i got from it but maybe i got from it wrong yeah like i said I, I he was he knew like he was just being booted up again and then of course you know they um what that, it was yeah that was creepy when they he was seeing the thing and you see his red eyes and it's like holy shit like <laughs> you got the demon coming out of this motherfucker right now yeah so i guess that's kind of like what i'm just saying i'm just like i thought a little problem he couldn't read the sith language and anakin programmed him how did anakin know not to program him to read sith language yes. yeah that is pretty crazy yeah. yeah that was my that was my only thing on that one so that was um, a little flaw on my part, or does or does he receive regular updates like everyone, yeah, Android that, or Apple phone? Well, <laughs> I think I think maybe he did it for not like did it for a reason. Yeah, like well, maybe he wouldn't he'd... even known at that point. Uh, yeah, he built him exactly. in episode one. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, yeah. yeah. No. so I mean, um, no, I don't. I guess that I was think my we only everything else in there. I mean, there is, uh, like, we Well, like, I've earlier. loved um, Lando, you know, driving the Falcon with um, Chewie. Chewie. Like, that right there just, that also gave me chills. So there's certain spots in the movies, like, that they did just tie in to a little bit. That's <laughs> like, it's nice to see the end all with him and his, in the, in the Falcon. There's a ton of. Fan service in this movie. They show like, Ewoks at the end. Mm-hmm. They go back to Luke's childhood home. Tatooine. Yeah. Yeah. And bury yeah. both of their lifesavers. Yeah. Like, there's a ton of fan service in this, which I'm. That doesn't really bother me all that, that much. That doesn't bother me at all. I enjoy that. That's what gives me the chills. That's what gives me, like, this is a good send off. But there's a but this movie as a whole thing is not a good send off. The last three, the last six, I don't know. Like the first three were awesome, but the every other one is just then it worked, but it wasn't. Their their one offs to me were better than anything else. Well. And that's kind of how I feel about it. Like, this is our rant right now because this is our send-off. We don't don't have anything else to say about Star Wars. Get it off your chest. Say how you feel because I feel that 4, 5, 6, was it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Were the the originals. Were, you know, the first one, uh, but the second one, awesome. And but the first one, when you put the first and two together, they combined so well, and it was just open to be making that the better movie. 
You're talking about Rogue One and I'm talking about I'm four. talking about four and five right now. Okay, those don't really connect directly. Like they, Ro- they, they Rogue all- One and Episode Four, Rogue One ends. A new hope begins. Yeah, but what I'm going yeah. with is like the first one, the second one, like the so that's four or five. Yeah, okay. Seventy eight. I mean, and, Empire uh, is. There, it just no got like it's the just the first movie. one opens up to where everything's gonna go, yeah. and that's what I'm trying to say about it. And the originals are the best, and I don't even know what to say about the rest, like. They they worked, but they to me, I feel like they could have done better. Well, once again, you know, you know, it'd be interesting. I mean, I don't honestly, I can't remember really writing down how everything else was supposed to do. It doesn't matter. Number two, Empire Strikes Back is the best. It doesn't matter. Empire Strikes Back is the best. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah. <laughs> That's fine. I mean, right. I mean, that is like it's the original. It's technically number five, mm-hmm. second one released, but technically number five. You know, and then I go back and forth between New Hope or Rogue One. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm exactly right there as well. You know, I can, on any given day I can flip back between New Hope and Rogue One, being I almost want to say they're a tie, a tie for my back for the second one I like the most. You know, yeah. and that's where I'm at that one. And then after that, I just like, I feel like I want to throw, I want to throw in, you know, the last, um, Return of the Jedi, you know, because when that ended, when that ended that trilogy and when number six ended, it was like almost they ended it. Yes, they ended it, but they also left it as a cliffhanger where I'm like, oh my God, when are we going to get something else? So you know how it is. Yeah. So right there is my top four. And then all of a sudden it starts to get really jumbled. Now, if I had to choose in the order of the, the trilogies, you know, the first trilogy is the best to me. Yeah. In actuality, the third trilogy is the next one in rotation with the second trilogy being the last for me. I don't know if it's just because I felt like every single movie and the second trilogy could have had 20 to 30 minutes cut out of it for sure yeah i agree and the fact that yes they were wanting to expand into a universe that they could with cgi that they didn't have yet available i'm doing the sec the third trilogy as my second favorite because i'll jumble that between everything where let's be honest i don't even know where i would put han solo at this point in time solo yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't. I mean, yeah. I almost feel like I want to throw Solo on the bottom. It's definitely a lower tier one for sure. Toss out the window. Yeah. You know, it, you know and that's me going back and forth between, as far as I'm concerned, Attack of the Clones is the worst. Yes. Oh, I. Absolutely. But I'm going to make a different argument here. Mm-hmm. I think of. The prequel trilogy, one, two, and three. Yeah. Uh, I mean, again, Attack of the Clones is the worst Star Wars movie that there is. 
But I would argue that that trilogy as a continuous story. Yes. Is better than the new trilogy. Absolutely. I could agree with you on that. But like I said, I felt like the CGI was so forced. Yes. And I had to look at it where every one of those movies, I felt like 20, 30 minutes could have been cut out of it. Yeah. 100%. I mean, I want to, I almost want to go, like we were talking about, you know, Empire, Rogue One, New Hope, back and forth on that one. And then I'm going to go Return of the Jedi. I could almost throw up phantom menace into the next spot do you know what i'm saying i yeah right I, that one i i'm i'm a big proponent for avengers of seth also yeah. yeah but as as a visual not as a story thing i felt they for they i felt like in the second trilogy they were trying to say, look at me, look what we can do with CGI now. Look at me, look what we can do with CGI. A yeah. lot of that stuff was too much for me. There Where was a bunch of that I, for sure. I didn't need that because I didn't have it in the first trilogy. I you don't sometimes you don't need that much, you know. Yeah, I Yeah. I completely agree. I like I said, I I think seven, eight, nine on their own. Yeah are good movies if you just do them by themselves yes but if you want want to come take them as a trilogy i think the story is better in the prequels Mm -hmm. yep i mean other than hayden christensen but we'll go with that yeah i mean yeah uh, that's the worst choice ever i want to know who decided he was the best decision and punch him in the face He's but, coming back. He's going to be in the Obi-Wan show, oh apparently. God. Okay. And that's well. another thing. Like, I hope they continue making Star Wars movies, shows, fucking just pump that shit out. But you need to put the Skywalkers, the Solos, put them to bed. We're done with yeah. those characters. That yes, universe yeah. is We're big done. enough where we can get other stories out of it mandalorian is a great example of that mandalorian is fantastic i mean it's awesome that they're going to do the boba fett one they're doing book of boba fett this month yeah like once again get you know give us the benefit of the doubt you know and give us a different character to learn to love yeah to to embrace because we can do this it's been a while since they've been given they they have not gave us a character that we actually I don't know. It's hard to like a lot of the new characters. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to see Ray, Poe, or Finn again, even. Like, no, I don't. I, I'm good with what they gave us. I don't need any more from either any of them. Exactly. But give me a diff- give me new but stories give, in that same me, universe. Yep, give me a... There's got to be someone we can expand on. I think we touched on this the last time, where we would love to see the backstory of, you know, that one. We, what was the one we were talking about the last time? Shit. Once again, there's alcohol involved, and we're not. Yeah. I'm not being held <laughs> yeah. responsible. Yeah, I'm not, not being held responsible, responsible either right now because. Uh, <laughs> well, I also have other things in me, so. Yeah, but I would like to see the backstory, of how some people became who they were. 
a little bit more. Oh, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, like, how did, like, I'm, I'm just going to say it. How interesting it'd be to watch the race story. Like, how her parents escaped that whole thing and why they try to hide their child to get away from the dark side and then how Ray became Ray. I mean, to me, I'd watch that on Disney Plus. I'm just That's saying. All... No, no, once again, was he a clone or was he a son? Right there. Damn. You wanna know. Right there. Yeah. Kinda sort of, yeah. So to me, like I'd like to watch the Ray story. I'd like to figure out the um um the Ben story. Yep. Like See, I I I but, don't want those. I want but I think it'd be, but that, I, again, mean, I was going with this, like, something there you could not sure. have it because she's dead. So you cannot just introduce a new character to cover her. So that story's dead right away. But like, like I was saying, like the Mandalorian that is set in the Star Wars universe, but has zero connection to the Skywalker solo. And see, I thought we were talking about backstories, thing. like. You know, it's the characters that were in the stories that were... I mean, they're doing a bunch of shows. They're doing Andor, which is a prequel to Rogue One. Yep. Um, they're doing... I thought Ryan Johnson had his own trilogy of movies that was supposed to happen. So did I, yeah. Completely I mean, there's like so much... Th- there's so much they could do. Yeah. There is so... You know, I would like to see some more. Definitely on some different, you know, expand on some of those other characters that are out there. And there is a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, salute to Star Wars. I mean, this is the end. Did we did we do did we do the numbers on this? I think so, but I can't remember what my numbers were to be honest. Like you talk about I mean, box know, office I mean, numbers? I mean, it was it made one billion. Oh, you didn't do the box office, did I did. you? Oh, you did. Five fifteen uh, domestically, one billion <clears throat> seventy four worldwide on a two hundred and seventy five million dollar budget. Oh shit! Okay, yeah. so you're looking, and then I think the Metacritic score. I think it had like the five point one. You know what I'm saying? Pretty yeah. low. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Ron Tomatoes was 52% tomato meter, 86% audience. Yeah. Like I said, I there was parts in this this movie that it gave me the chills. Like when they all the, when, you know, Lando Cassirissian shows back up and he goes, you're not alone. I mean, when you see all those ships in the sky, you're just like, oh, my God, oh, my God. You know, it was like really cool. You yeah. know, oh, that's another thing we didn't touch on. So they have horses running on on a the, ship in space. Yeah, I, that's well, weird. technically they were they were low enough, I guess, or they do. You know, I've, I've always said, how do they have open hangar doors? Maybe they have an air force field around them. Who yeah, knows? Yeah. You know, I yeah, that I didn't even think about that till you just said that just now. I'm like that. Wow, shit. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, fucked but, up. I mean, it was kind of cool in a way, but I was like, oh. I mean, the movie, it's J.J. Abrams. He shoots beautiful shit. The, the opening scene with Kylo just cutting through people. 
Yeah. This is a great opening. <laughs> yeah. And that was um that was supposed to be a Mustafa era, um where Darth Vader's Mustafar where Darth Vader's castle was, where he's the original one had the original Wayfinder okay. hidden. Yeah. And all that so, being said, I think this was the weakest of this like the text of the scroll. Uh-huh. I, I think that was the worst one. Oh yeah, the scroll ahead of time. Yeah, it was like it didn't really set you the up. The dead too much. speak it was like I'm pretty sure the first line. Like what the fuck? Yeah. And they tell you Palpatine is alive in the scroll. Which... Yeah. Basically, you know, once again, spoiler alert. Yeah. You know, they should have like definitely let that be a little more when they got. We should have seen it when he. We should not have known about it ahead of time. We should have saw it when he walked into yeah. the Exegol, the 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 temple, you know, however you yeah. want to call it. And I'm just like, how do they have the ability to build all that shit? That's what I'm saying. That's just it was just so much. Yeah. 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 And so it was pretty it was pretty cool um when they were trying to find the um triangle thing. The Wayfinder. Yeah, the Wayfinder. Like, how it was on the old um, ship. Yeah. And I thought that was pretty cool. But the waves were pretty crazy, like, how it landed there and how it was all sitting there. And so, I mean. There were some excellent action pieces in this movie. Yeah. I do have to say, like, that was really cool that they brought that into the play and. And like I said, there's certain spots that gave me chills. And so it's one of those things, kind of movies that I'm like, I did not know it was a Star And I'm going to repeat myself again, but I did not realize it was a Star Wars movie. And then it goes into those moments. And it's like, holy shit. Okay, yeah, we're back into Star Wars. This is good. And then it goes into a moment where like, this is not Star Wars. And then it goes into this. And it's like, so... It was an all right movie. Probably yeah, not my favorite. Score? Um, I didn't rate gonna, it. I can't give it a score because I can't remember what I gave the rest <laughs> of them. And I don't want to give it too low of one, like 6.5, maybe. That sounds fine. Okay. I'd go 6.5, 6.2. Okay. I'm going to actually give this one an 8 just because. To me, ended the series on a fairly strong note. Do you know I, what I'm saying? I didn't like I how cheesy the ending was. It was cheesy in the ending, but with him, her, uh, my name is Ray, Ray Skywalker. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. cheesy. That was a little cheesy right there because technically she, why? I think they should have gave a little more of a reason why she chose the Skywalker name because technically Rise of Skywalker she wasn't a Skywalker because both the Sky, all the Skywalkers are dead now. Yeah, the title is did... a bit misleading for sure. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah, you know. So that's kind of how I feel about that. So how I mean, how would you rate this in terms of the new trilogy, seven, eight, nine? How would you rate those three? Um, I for some reason I like this one better than the first two. Do you? Okay, so I was gonna say it's the I, weakest one of my. I don't know why. I don't know. Oh, see, I'm going back and forth on this because you know you watch it. I just watched it. I felt like I got the goosebumps and stuff. You know, 
could they have cut, you know, I definitely want to, okay, maybe Force Awaken first and then this one and then Last Jedi last. But at the same time, I love Last Jedi, but I knew there was some stuff that could have been cut out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? For sure. You know, yeah, it's, it goes back and forth. It's really hard for me to decide which one of this three that I like the best. It's an odd it's trilogy. It just, it, it doesn't really. Because it's not a trilogy. Flow. It, it, it's not a trilogy. No. It's a standalone movie that they put together and called a sta- trilogy. That, yeah, exactly. Maybe you're right. They sure. should have had every uh, the same director. They should have had the same director, or they should have worked together. It didn't even have same directors. The same director. say, they had the same writers, did they? The writers no, were all different. They should have kept the same uh-huh. writers, directors. Like if you're gonna continue the Star Wars series. Then you're gonna have to do it the right way. What, what and they needed was could make it all one thing. Like if you have yeah. all these mixed people involved, it's not gonna be the same thing. They, it's gonna be just what they created, which is a mumble jumble. What they need to do bullshit. is marvelize <laughs> the Star Wars universe, where you have yeah. In Marvel, you have Kevin Feige. He everything runs through that fucker yeah. mm-hmm. he does everything kathleen kennedy should have been that person for star wars but she dropped the ball well yeah i, what I was like i said we're, what we're happened, gonna fire that, that bitch just, like that did not it's terrible. like we already dogged her like a couple a minutes bunch, ago yeah. but yeah she's not yeah. doing her job <laughs> yeah absolutely well. Yeah, I'm sorry. They're doing they're doing really good things on like, like I said, Mandalorian is fantastic. Oh, Mandalorian! Yes. I love Apparently, that. all their animated shit is. Have you great. finished that yet? No, no. We're oh. in the process of finishing. I'm sorry, we're hooked on the Squid Games now. Oh, yeah, you, know, finished, you haven't no, finished Squid I, Games. We're working on it. We have to pay attention and read. Yeah, I know. We, we finished that, that one day. day. <laughs> yeah, I know. I have to remember that, you know, my husband's dyslexic, so reading takes a little bit more. Oh, yeah. Okay. Just a little bit more, but he he loves it. We love it. I mean, thank, I think we have, like, one episode left, so we're saving that, and then we'll move on to the next thing, too. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know. oh, yeah, that's... Yeah. That movie... Or that show is something. Yeah, I, not all about the. I, I don't know what all the hype is. I'll be honest with that. It's good, but the hype is. is way too much. It is good, you know. I, I will. I mean, I know there's a lot of hype with it, but we'll see how it goes. You know. Yeah, yeah you'll find out. Yeah. Um. So next time we're doing our favorite Amazon Prime movie. Yes. Okay. And Amazon I don't know if you've heard of it or seen it, but there's a the ballerina one. It's kind of like I think we talked about it. Yeah, we did. Yeah, talked. we talked about it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I I can't wait to watch that one because I'm a big fan of Black Swan. And then you just said a new one dropped, um, just recently, right? No. What was it? Uh, I just watched Tomorrow War. That's what Chris it was. Pratt. Yeah. I watched dropped that a while already. Ago. I liked that. Yeah, so we got a few things. We got plenty that we can choose from because I was watching quite a few. We can do, um, we got to do two next week, um, but I leave Friday at 
three o'clock. So I can't do Friday, but I can do Mon Sunday through Thursday, or we can wait. Okay, so this is what I have. I have Tuesday off, so I can do Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night, or even Friday night, but you're leaving on Friday. So yes. I have Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday available. Okay. One so, of those um, I'm going to get a hold of my one buddy. He has a baby, so his is very tight. Uh -huh. And I'm going to see what night works best for him. Okay. And then I'll just let you know because it'll be either probably Wednesday or Thursday. He likes to do Tuesday usually. So. Okay. Um, um, yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. And then don't forget tomorrow if you can come. Yeah. So I've never been there. Where is that? It's over on Fulton Street. It's supposed to be really hip and cool, kind of like reminiscence of 70s vibes. And I thought if we're going out for my birthday, yeah. Um, Since I'm that old, we might as well go there. What time is everybody meeting? <laughs> um, Tristine and I were probably going to get there between 4.30 and 5. Yeah, that might work for me because... We're, um, we're not going to be too late. I mean, we're going to be decently normal, okay? Yeah, I mean, tomorrow is what, Thursday? Thursday, yeah. Yeah, I can... Um, and Jim's working 11 to 7 tomorrow. Yep. Um... Yeah. If we need a ride home, we got a, we got ride home. I should be good. Um, it's not that I'll far. I'll text you tomorrow because yeah, I think it's like only ten minutes from my house. What it said when I did the maps. Yeah, it's not a bad. It's not a bad drive that for for you know. I think it's like, I think it's like thirteen minutes, fourteen minutes from my house. Yeah, and I would stop by for a drink or two. That'd be fun. So, cool, um, cool, cool. I'll text you tomorrow. Hopefully, I get to work early enough, and we can just go from there. Cool, that'd be great. Love it. All right. Okay, here we go. Still loving well, it? Still loving it. All right. Well, have a good night. You too. Bye. Bye. Talk to you. Well, shit got a little loose. Hopefully you understood everything. Whether or not you agree or disagree with our take on the movies, hopefully you learned something or were at least entertained. So come back for more Booze, Booze and, and Bullshit. bullshit.